Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today, uh, we're, today you might notice something that's a little bit off about us is because I'm traveling for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be gone for a year, but I still have the ability to call in and make some yuck yucks and some jokes. Yep. With so the... we're going to do shortened podcasts, but um, we're also going to uh, do our best to keep it going for the you, the faithful audience. Yep. And so, uh, if you notice, there's a bit of a delay uh, in uh, in when we speak. It's because, yeah, this is being done through uh, the Internet. So you had internet a question. Is not exactly. Uh, yes. Um, what are we going to talk about today? Well, uh, from what we determined, we were going to watch the first or not watch, but discuss uh, the first season of Dragon Ball Super. All right. Well, then let's get started, and then uh, we'll try to work on our timing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So why go. don't you tell us uh, exactly what happened? Uh, well, it's been a while, uh, but it it uh, you like know go two days. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> two days is like in dog years for Britain, but uh, Goku is okay, yeah, Britain years. <laughs> uh, Goku is. Uh, I, I guess he's semi-retired. Uh, when we first uh, start out, he, he's pretty much a, a farmer. He's like a turnip farmer, or, or like uh, Thanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so exactly. he's uh, pretty much, uh, you know, tending to his farm. Gohan, uh, you know, he has his own family. And he's moved out, uh, and he's trying to be, uh, you know, trying to have a career in academia. Uh, Goten and Trunks are doing Good. what Goten and Trunks do. And, uh, uh, and Mr. Satan, I think, is what, president of the world? Something like that. Um, but, uh, like, he's, he's, everyone thinks that he saved the day in, yeah. uh, against Cell and, uh, against Super Boo, which he kind of did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'll take your word for that. I, so, I never actually watched the end of Dragon Ball Z. The ninth season of uh, Dragon Ball Z isn't too bad. Gets a bad rap, but it's okay. <laughs> but what about the villain now, Britain? So the uh, the quote unquote villain is uh, it, it's a very to to call yes. him outright a villain is not quite true. But you know he is a threat to the Earth and the extended universe as a, you know as a whole. But yeah, he's pretty much the god of destruction of, of the entire universe. Uh, Beer, yeah, his name is Beerus. Uh, you know, he sleeps for eons at a time and then wakes up when he's hungry, and uh, uh, goes on a rampage until his hunger is satiated or he's tired again. And Goku, being the thick, rock-headed man that he is, uh, automatically hears of a person stronger than him and wants to spar and fight with him. And that leads to uh, Beerus accepting the challenge because he hears of the legend of a Super Saiyan God. Mm -hmm. And he thinks it might be Goku. And uh, Goku gets his, his butt thoroughly handed to him and... Um, with like the slightest of effort so Beerus goes to Earth to challenge Vegeta and then we learn of a super secret power that the Saiyans have because of course they do of course of course they have another super secret power and and it's uh, 
it's if a bunch of Saiyans get together, they can basically create a Saiyan god. And that's what they do for Goku. And then the battle for the universe begins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing uh, I, I kind of wanted to go back uh, go back and, and say something about is that uh, the the uh what is it the not the i guess the prophecy for lack of a better term of the super saiyan god beerus saw in a vision through an explosion when he destroyed and destroyed a planet and if i'm not mistaken um the super saiyan god prophecy not only was foretold in this vision but it was confirmed by a magical fish of some kind, yep. uh, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember the season pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, uh, we don't know. We don't know much about this fish. It's a fish that is in a bowl that sits atop a a magic wand or scepter, I think, of some kind. And that's about it. It can tell the future with about as a with about the same accuracy as the weather can be told, and. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's pretty much he's you know this fish. Uh, I, I don't know. I think he's scamming. I think he's scamming Beerus. One of the one of the things that I do actually like about this whole Dragon Ball universe and uh, and everything like that is that we can have a character like a fish. A prophecy-telling fish that lives in a fishbowl on top of a scepter, yeah. and we can just accept it. Be like, yeah, okay, I'm, I don't get it, but it makes sense in the universe. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Okay, you do you. Like the 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 idea of uh, yeah, the Dragon Ball universe is so batshit insane that something like a a, a uh, you know fishbowl prophet or a uh, d d you know cat destruction god. Or, or something along those lines aren't out of context or not aren't out of the you know make sense in this universe of bizarreness and, um i guess that's one of the reasons that i really enjoy uh dragon ball as, as an anime because mm. it's weird but it doesn't really owe you an explanation for its weirdness yeah it can just it's just trying to have a good time and let you have some fun you know much like our podcast yeah, very much. Like, one day, um, it's going to be me versus you in some sort of galactic battle to save the planet or destroy it. I'll let the audience decide which one of us wants to save the Earth and which one wants to destroy it. I don't think there is any question as to whom wishes what on whom. So, what would your... Dra describe your, your Dragon Ball... Uh, super form, like if you will, like tell tell me what a super Britain would be. You know the the Britain of destruction or the the Go Britain or whatever it would be uh, <laughs> in final forms and all that stuff. Uh, the Britain God form, uh, pretty much uh, the Britain God form would be the the only difference in uh, normal Britain and Britain God is it looks like Britain God is about to appear before a judge. How about you? Did I lose you? Redial. Good evening. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's uh, going. Yeah, where'd you uh, leave? Where'd you, where'd you leave off in my description? Um, less. I didn't hear any of your description. I just uh, described the GoPro and, and then my internet went out for a minute. Oh yeah. That's something that is going to happen, and uh, we might have to reevaluate this whole process. 
Uh, we'll see if it if it's a uh, if it's a thing where I'm having to call you back every like five minutes, and you know we'll we'll look into that. But uh, I don't know. I think it's a funny. Well, hopefully, bit. It's, if we keep the yeah. So uh, go ahead and recreate it, and we'll start from there. Uh, I, it wasn't much, uh, but the uh, you know Britain God form. Uh, the only difference between Britain and Britain God is that Britain God looks like he's about to appear before a judge. So it, uh, the Britain God form is just wearing a suit. Yeah, just wearing a suit. He has combed hair, maybe maybe some cologne on. Professional. And uh, he can litigate you know, actually, with the... Actually, it might uh, be funny... Go on. It might be funnier if... if um if we describe the other person's like ultimate form like if i describe the ultimate britain you describe the ultimate mark form this okay. way uh, i think it would be a little bit uh level pegging so uh, go ahead and just start start describing or yeah i'll just start describing the the ultimate britain form uh, that's okay oh, with that's you. that's fine with me i know i oh, oh All right. how tall is he how tall is he <laughs> well well <laughs> the the ultimate Britain, of course, is uh, is six three, uh, um, because that is the tallest that my brain can process. Uh, after that, I imagine that for whatever reason, you have hands like uh, uh, just made of uh, made of sledgehammers. In fact, I, I think it's more of a Bluto thing. You're you're Bluto from Popeye. And uh, that that even have the same beard and, and everything, and uh, you even talk like him. That, that is your yeah. ultimate form. Um, it's just a it's just a what? a terrible Britain Bluto, but <laughs> but you get the point. So go ahead and talk about the uh, the ultimate Mark form. Uh, I want to hear this. Uh, so the ultimate Mark Moan uh, Mark Moan uh, Mark Mode is a uh, is kind of as. Uh, as you charge up, uh, your energy, at least in terms, not in terms of, like, energy level in Dragon Ball Z, but in terms of hyperactivity, uh, not to say you're hyperactive, but, like, all your, uh, like, it's like you drank a bunch of caffeine, and as it approaches... Uh, it's a exponential increase, and as it approaches infinity, you become more and more pure energy I until you're dispersed uh, uh, homogeneously across the minute. universe. Are you saying that I become? Are you saying that I, I become powder? Like I recreate the ending of powder? That that's my ultimate form. You're saying I'm powder? Is what I'm getting out of this? Man, I'm not saying you're not powder. <laughs> Like it's that is an obscure okay. <laughs> that is an obscure movie to reference too. Of course, uh, like that, that's just how we do it. Like yeah. I, I don't have any current movie references that I can do, but boy oh boy, can I tell you about Powder and the uh, the Peter butter, peanut butter experiment? <laughs> it was the peanut butter solution. Thank you. And uh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're uh, right, right. For I guess I don't know it. <laughs> for the audience out there. Uh, who do who doesn't know about Powder? Not Susan Powder, the uh, lady in the '90s who was you know big into workout and you know stopped the madness and all that jazz. Actually, whatever happened to her? But anyway, uh, uh, Powder is about this uh, guy, uh, this high school teenager who I think he has albinism, uh, but he you know for for reasons that aren't explained. It's none of our business. Uh, it's, it's 
his mother was uh, struck by lightning as she gave birth to him. That 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 I think was the official like reasoning behind why powder was powder. That's stupid. It's like John Travolta with a tumor being smart. Oh gosh, but yeah, at the end of Powder, um, he does a lot of weird stuff. It's a weird movie. It's not very it good. But at the very end, it, he just runs away and becomes pure energy. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> stupid. Well, he does. I don't think he it's runs just... away. He's just struck by lightning himself and then is atomized. We don't like they. They keep theorizing in the movie, like, oh, he's gone away. No, he's he's dust. He's everywhere. There's a little yeah. bit of powder inside each and every one of us. Raining down as ash, like from a volcano. <laughs> powder has become part of the water cycle now, <laughs> and he will be forever. He will go into the oceans and contaminate it, and then it's just going to continue again and again. Like, powder will outlive all of us. Like, uh, I think it's a bit suspicious that Powder was struck by lightning at the exact same time that Mount St. Helens went off. I think that's a little bit of a... A little bit too strong of a coincidence. Turns out it was just a direct energy weapon, and it was like a, a misfire. And there we go. That, that's that's the ending of powder for you guys. Like, if, like for the you conspiracy people out there. The government was testing some kind of uh, orbital laser weapon at the same time. <laughs> and it just so happened to go off like it was supposed to hit um, Russia, but it ended up uh, misfiring and getting like into the Midwest and just disintegrating powder. And they're like. Like the, uh, like it was meant to take out Gaddafi, but uh, you know, GPS technology wasn't uh, wasn't the best back then. So it, like, uh, like it, it struck some uh, poor albino kid in the Midwest. I think I think I think I smell a new episode of Cloak and Dagger Heart coming up. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. Don't listen, folks. Don't listen. Wait until we put out the episode. Don't listen to this. Most telling people not to listen to our podcast. Why? Why are you doing that? I don't know. I'm bad at self-promotion. <laughs> you know, what am I if supposed you, to do? Tell, you know, talk up how good we are? If you listen to this podcast, you'll get several types of cancer. We've warned you time and time again that the that the, the, the Tall and Smug podcast, now dig on this, has actually been related to, to several different types of, uh, of diseases, including, but not limited to, lupus. And, uh, and I don't know another disease. Um, what's a what's a what's a good disease? What, what's your favorite disease, Bray? Uh, oh, that's a good question. My favorite disease? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I like I think the basic bitch answer is the plague, but uh, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, whatever that condition was back in the like 14 13 or 1400s that made everyone dance uh in europe until they died uh, on one hand that sounds like oh that, that does a fun disease but if i've ever been in a situation where i dance myself to death i i think that it might be considered one of the worst ways for me to to go you know that might be worse than falling into a volcano that's true but of ways for you to die in specific that is extremely on brand i guess you know the only thing that would make it even more on brand if i always had a a, a compulsion to wear different hats at the same time if i got hatted to death i think that would be the ultimate disease for me that that's how uh they're like yep that that tracks that's how mark's gonna die gets hatted to death well yeah well, they called it mercury poisoning ba back then, but yeah, that's getting hatted. Wait, wait, what was that? Are you are you saying that I, I'm the, like the Mad Hatter? Oh gosh, don't answer that. Like, do you, do you want the real answer to that? 
<laughs> I don't. Or I don't want to lie. To that. I already know the answer to that. Uh, we we've we've already determined my mad hatterishness. So yeah. uh, so you don't need to answer that. You no. can just lie. Yeah, uh, you're nothing like the uh, mad hatter at all. <laughs> you are the polar opposite oh, you, in every that way. Was very nice of you. You're more like the Red Queen. Um, you know, I don't want to hear it, Mister March Hare. <laughs> that's that, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Actually, so, uh, do, we did have a debate guess... uh, as to whether or not you were the Mad Hatter or the Cheshire Cat. We'll leave this one up to the audience to decide. Which one do you think I'm more like, the Cheshire Cat <laughs> or the Mad Hatter? <laughs> and, and I think we determined I was the, uh, the Caterpillar. Yes, yes, yes. Britain was definitely the Caterpillar because he's, uh, he's short He's Kurt, but at the end, he becomes a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> you are a beautiful butterfly. For, uh, never mind. Yes, that, that, you're Brad, you're Brad Dorf. Don't, don't diss that movie. I like that movie. <laughs> Alien Resurrection. I, I've had a, yeah, uh, that's not so bad. Yeah, I've had a new, new take on that since, since you kind of showed me uh, that you know, it's it's stupid, but and but it's kind of funny. Was that a Luke Pisson movie? I guess I guess the big problem was, yeah, you didn't you. No one expected Alien Four to be a comedy, and I think that's yeah. what kind of threw people for a loop. You know, uh, they, they're thinking of like Alien and then Aliens, yeah, and you know to a lesser extent Alien Three, and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what to expect, and now comes this movie that's pretty much almost a parody of it yeah, and people yeah. didn't like that uh, i liked it so uh, i didn't like it at first i was uh when that come out i think i was 13 when that came out and i was i was expecting a movie at least on par with the rest of the movies but that's not what we got yeah i i watched it the first time around like i rented it from the blockbuster video if uh, oh. anyone remembers that of man course everyone remembers that um but uh I didn't like it either the first time, and uh, I remember we went through and watched like all the Alien movies in like a marathon, mm. and for some reason it just like I it clicked. I got it. I was like, I get what they're doing. Like this is funny. This is better than I expected, and, uh, and then that was that. Then Prometheus. That that does remind me of the uh, of when we watched the first Alien on that DVD I had, uh, but the DVD was so scratched up that any time the alien was about to appear, it would skip to the next scene. So we didn't actually see the alien until Ripley was in the escape pod, and then it shows up, and we were like, what the yeah, hell is that thing? Very suspenseful, yeah, it was yeah. terrifying. Oh, that's too funny, I love that. Uh, but for right now, I think I'm gonna have to cut this short. I don't know if this is short or not, but I'm gonna have to cut this as it is, uh, because I'm having a little bit of technical difficulties. So uh, I guess we'll say our farewells. Um, first of all, Dragon Ball Super. Uh, so far, it's a you know I, I'm really liking the series. It's uh, it's a lot more has a lot more levity uh, than the the initial series, but it, it actually works in its own universe, and and I'm having a good time with it. I've um, I haven't seen the whole uh, series through. I have seen the first three seasons, and oh, I can wow. say right now that. Uh, I really like him. It might be some of the best stuff that I've seen. So we're going to continue on with these, but we'll probably, you know, space it out a little bit mm -hmm. uh, and do other stuff. But uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. Uh, 
I guess take it easy, everybody. Uh, toodaloo. Battle of a whole little SOBs. <laughs> <laughs>